Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of A, a BJJ, BJJ Marriage. Marriage, where we talk about our lives as a married jujitsu couple. Is that good enough? Action. <laughs> All right. I think we did it. Cool. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of A BJJ Marriage with your hosts, Nick and Brittany Lee. Look at you having a fancy mug. I don't have Your, your mug is very fancy. I mean, my mug is super fancy, but it's not like our logo, so it's not as exciting. Yeah, my mug's way cooler because it's a BJJ Marriage mug available is, on our website. Is yours temperature controlled? Yeah, by the liquid I put in it. <laughs> Mine is temperature controlled and it's galaxy colors. Well, if I put hot coffee in my coffee cup, it comes out as a hot cup. And I got to use the handle. Same. Probably not. You can probably touch it without burning your hand. Who knows? I haven't tried it yet. I just got this. Okay. But <laughs> How so. fun. All right. Episode 73. 73 whole hours you spent with us. Yeah. So thank you very much. Hopefully, Appreciate it. Unless you're Michael. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. That was a dig. I apologize. But... Uh, anyway, so yeah, it's been a couple weeks since we've talked to you guys. It has been. There's been a lot that has happened in our jujitsu world. A lot. Like too much. It's crazy. And I never got my notes ready, so I'm just deleting everything. <laughs> oh, that's, but. that's okay. <laughs> so yeah, I think that one of the highlights of our, I mean, we've had a lot of highlights, but non-jujitsu related, we had a wedding. My aunt oh, got yes. married, so that was the reason we did not talk to you last week. And my hip still hurts because I did a bunch of backwards and forward rolls on the dance floor about myself. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have ever done forward or backward rolls not on mats, but like the crown of the back of my hip, I don't know what that little piece of your back is called. Any idea? Nope. Yeah. Well, that little point was, it's just stopped being sore like a little bit over a week after doing really on hardwood, <laughs> on a hardwood floor. I think so. you're feeling your age now. Thirty-one's uh, hitting you hard, huh? Another kid today at City Champs asked me how old I was. How old did you say? I said I was twelve. Yeah, did he believe you? Uh, she rolled her eyes. The little girl did, and her mom laughed. <laughs> so, <laughs> perfect joke okay. for both age groups. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so yeah, we had a wedding, and that was super super fun. But at the same weekend of the wedding was also the Gentle Art Lifestyle Camp. Held at White Lotus, which was yes. awesome. First event at White Lotus Jiu-Jitsu, which yeah. it was super fun. Yeah. You know, thank you, Josh, for putting on a great camp. And we got to meet so many cool people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that I think this is, what, the fourth camp now? The fourth Gentle Art Lifestyle Camp, I believe. You might be right. Because I think the first one was at Open Guard. The next one was at Neutral Ground. Unless that was the third one. Were they both I think at neutral they were ground? Both at neutral ground. Both at neutral ground. Yes, yep. they were. And then the this fourth one is now at his own gym, White Lotus. This fourth one was supposed to be at Primal, and then no, it's supposed to be at Fluid. And then we rescheduled it because of some. I think there was other camps going on at the same time, and some other like big competition going on. So then it was rescheduled later for Fluid, mm-hmm. and then in between setting the date at Fluid and having it. They actually opened up their own gym, and then they're like, "Well, let's just do it at our gym." Yeah. (laughs) So it was like a great kickoff event for White Lotus to 
But, to break in the mats, really. Yeah, but the, I think the coolest part about the camp, and I only went to two of the four days because of the wedding, but uh, the coolest part was the first day because they didn't even have it at the gym. They had it actually at Megan, who is the the secondary owner of White Lotus. Her mom actually has a house that overlooks Lake Michigan, and their backyard was flat enough to put out like probably 40 mats, if not more, puzzle mats, and then... It was just overlooking the lake at sunset with yeah. grills and people hanging out and drinking and rolling. Yep. And it was a it was a really cool night. Yeah, we had a outdoor class and then an outdoor open mat. Oh, and we rolled class. until, yeah, you missed the class. Oh, yeah, that's right. Josh seminar. taught. That's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Josh had a seminar. He was taking the slack out of the submissions. Someone had to teach the kids kickboxing class. I took the, the hit on that so Nick could go do the camp. Well, thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what did we learn? Yeah. We learned how to take the slack out of submissions to make it tighter and faster. And then we basically had an open mat and we rolled until the lights went out and the lights was the sun. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, even still, people stayed afterwards for a while too. Yeah. Then we did, um, we had a little barbecue. Yeah, Alan people... brought some elk that he hunted himself. Mm-hmm. People so. brought all their own protein for the grill. And then there was just sides and snacks kind of all over the yard, which was super cool. It was like a giant buffet. And we all got to sit around and talk about jujitsu. You guys are going to laugh at this one. If you know Nick and I as a couple, you know that I typically don't like to laugh at a lot of his jokes. So yeah. we were hanging out with Charles Harriet and Natasha Kalazos. I don't know how to say her name. I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, so they're super from, BJJ on Instagram. Yes, they are from Florida. And we've met them quite a few times now through all these camps, which, and they're just awesome people. Love hanging out with them. Love rolling with them. But we were hanging out, eating our barbecue and just talking. And Natasha goes, Brittany, guess what I do now? And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, mm. I do the Brittany. And I was like, what does that mean? And here I thought she was like going to tell me a jujitsu move, like maybe a cool arm bar or something that she's been trying. And I'm just like, what is the Brittany? And she was like, Whenever Charles says stuff that I just don't care about or I don't like, I just ignore him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's that's called the Brittany. And she's like, oh, yeah, I learned it from you. So I'm giving you credit. <laughs> and she was like, and Charles really hates it. And he's actually the one that said it is the first time I did. He's like, are you Brittanying me right now? <laughs> and she's like, yes, yes, I am. Oh, <laughs> and then the funniest part of the conversation was later on, Natasha goes, yeah, there was one time that I just didn't talk to him for like a couple minutes and he ended up raising his voice and saying, acknowledge me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, I'll be trying to tell you something and you think I'm trying to say something dumb and I'll be like, Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. And she is just completely Brittany. tunes me out. Brittany, Brittany, <laughs> Brittany. Brittany, can I come with? <laughs> Pretty yeah. ought to go. Exactly. Pretty, what are you doing? Pretty, what are you going? Brittany's really good at tuning me and her sister and her dad out. Yes. And All Josh. My family. And Josh? Yeah, because he makes his stupid jokes. He like- makes stupid jokes, but I really more just ignore him because of his pants. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shots fired. It was weird. Shots fired. Out. We were hanging out with them just this last See, weekend. She completely ignored it. It did. And I told Megan, I was like, Megan, I really like your shorts. And Josh goes, me? And I was like, no, definitely not you, Josh. Definitely not you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I got some new shorts. I like them. (laughs) You did get some new shorts. They're actually really nice. I do like them. They make you look very (laughs) bro-y. But I think you are kind of bro-y, so it's okay. 
Yeah, sure. The the saying is "skies out, thighs out." Oh, is it? Yes, it's, From it's who? always been that way. Who who quoted that? Uh, I don't know. I've been saying it for years. Okay. You never heard it? No. You know, everybody's heard "suns it's, out, guns out." It's probably because I've just tuned you out for eight years. But it's also "skies out, thighs out." Mm. That's how it works. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back to the camp. So we had a barbecue and we rolled and didn't open that and it was a very fun night. And then I yep. missed Saturday and Sunday, so I'll let you go on to what was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday about. we had a really cool yoga session from Alan Tetone. Mm-hmm. You can follow him on Instagram at the Life of Alan Tetone, mm-hmm. and he's a pretty awesome dude. Um, Super inspiring. Yeah, very yeah. inspirational. Him and I align very well, mm-hmm. just in general. Um, always encouraging other people. Always putting in the work, never skipping anything, saying yes to trying anything, except he's very afraid of spiders. Oh, you would <laughs> I found hate out. it down here. Yeah. <laughs> I told him that. I was like, you should probably not come to my basement. <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. I don't kill them. <laughs> Me neither. We actually talked about that with someone at the camp. I said, I don't kill spiders. I don't like to. No, it was with James, actually. But still, I told him, I was like, I don't, I don't kill spiders in my house. Like they, they eat the other bugs. So they're fine. I'm fine with them there. As long as they don't crawl on me, I don't really care. Yep. Uh, If you don't like spiders, you shouldn't come to my house. But anyway, (laughs) Alan, great guy. He's from Colorado. So we're actually going to Colorado in end of October. Yes. And we're really excited because he lives just about 45 minutes from where we're going to be. So I think he's going to come train with us when yep. my dad does another seminar. So we get to see Alan again. Yes. Super at, cool dude. Um, Morningstar. Morningstar. Tim Gillette's school. Brent is going to do a seminar over there and it's going to be super exciting. And I'm going to go and be Uki. And yeah. she's going to come and be secondary Uki. Probably not. <laughs> I'm just going to hang out. Roll. Oh. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. So after, so yeah, we had a really cool 9 a.m. yoga session. And then we did. The way he, he phrased it that night though, Friday yes. night, he's like, everyone, you got to come to yoga tomorrow. I promise you won't die. Yeah. And then Josh goes, I was never concerned about dying before in yoga. Should I be? <laughs> and he's like, it's not your typical fucking yoga. <laughs> And then everybody was like, huh. So, what was not typical about it? Um, I think the music that he played is not typical for yoga. And okay. it was, it was, um, the yoga session we did on Saturday was more like, um, not like relaxing yoga. It was like a lot of the poses that get you warmed up to do things type okay. of yoga. And it kind of pumped us up. And,. He also had some good uh, motivational messages in there, and um, it was like a good open space to work through anything that was like mentally holding you back from whatever you're mentally holding back might be. Okay. So that sentence made sense. Sure. I got it. I was on, I was on board. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll put Alan's stuff on here because seriously, like, I didn't get to spend too much time with Alan, and... I already have been inspired by him because I'm now friends with him on social media and just the things that he posts. Like he's just, he's very like, be true to yourself, be the most authentic you that you can be, challenge yourself, push yourself and just keep moving forward even past all the hurdles type of person. And I just really appreciate that about him. Like he just did a 75 day hard challenge and there was like multiple things. He's on the second round of it actually. Yeah, he is. He's he's doing another round. 
But he's like, so he was already a very lean guy back in April. And now he's like really, really fit and lean because of the 75 hard. Like if you were to see a picture of him from April, you'd be like, yeah, that dude works out. He's in really good shape. And if you see a picture of him now, you'd be like, that dude's on freaking steroids. <laughs> but I don't think he is. No, he's not. And that's the crazy thing. He's doing like, I think it was two 45 minute workouts a day. It's a yep. five minute cold shower. And then you have to do 10 minutes of reading. Yeah. Meditation. Some journaling. Yeah. It was a it was a bunch of stuff. One of your workouts has to be outside. You have to drink like a gallon of water. Something like that. There's a lot that goes into the 75 hard that it's like most people would probably do one of those things. And here he is. Doing all of them. Doing all of them. And he's deadlifting like over 400 pounds all the time. It's just insane to me. Like he's just, he's inspiring. And I, I suggest reaching out or not even reaching out, but just like following him and seeing what he's doing in his life and how you can maybe implement some of the things, not maybe the 75 hard challenge, but some of the things that he's doing into your daily routine just to make it better. Yeah. He's fun to follow. And he says in here, I'm reading it right now. He says that, um, he has all the, since he started, here's a list of all the excuses he could have used and said he was not an, Sorry, that I could have used to not do what I said I was going to do. I was trying to read that in third person when he was saying it in first person. It didn't work out. But he's okay. He could have used the excuse my back hurt uh, where it was hurting for seven weeks straight, but he didn't. He could have had a massive ear infection excuse. He could have had the meds he given to him for the ear infection cause insomnia, that he traveled a lot throughout the year, that he attended a wedding, that he didn't get home until 1 a.m. and he still completed his workout. Uh, he goes to jujitsu three to four times a week. He t- teaches kids jujitsu. He walks two miles every single day. He has had hunting trips. He still works a 40-hour-a-week job. He teaches yoga three times weekly. He also records a podcast. And yeah. he still has to keep up a social life. So, I mean, if he can do it with all that going on, pretty sure you guys can do stuff with all your stuff going on, too. Mm-hmm. His podcast is called uh, Hunter and the Hippie. Okay. I believe. Cool. It's a two-person podcast also. Cool. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, Alan, I know I didn't get to talk to you too much, but I really do think that you have inspired me and I'm sure many others into trying to better our lives. So, thank you. Yes. He also has a coaching group called The Village. Cool. You know a lot about Alan. Yes. (laughs) We are friends now. Awesome. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we kicked off the day with some yoga from him because he's also a yoga instructor. That he teaches three times a week. Yes. Um, And then what we did is we had all the black belts teach a class together and it was um, the best of Instagram. So Mm. bring all the videos, the, you know, crazy stuff that you see on the internet, bring it to class and we will see... If we can replicate it or if it would really work or if they have any um, ideas on what to do about those types of techniques. And we did some fun stuff. What did we do? I don't remember exactly what we did. So, yeah. (laughs) But it was a fun class. I know one of the things we did was uh, we did a safe scissors takedown. We did a fireman's carry to a forward roll cartwheel pass. We did a couple other things. I just saw that actually. The oh. fireman's carry to a forward roll cartwheel pass. I just saw that, like while you were fixing these microphones, and I was like, "That's really cool." Well, we can drill it if you'd like. I also saw another one. I think it was from the same female black belt, actually, but she was doing a quick drill to try to do the fireman's setup. So she never fell to her knees, <clears throat> but she just kept like 
turning her whole body so that her back was facing their stomach. And then she just kept trying to arm drag, grab the leg or arm drag, grab the arm and then keep switching back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. She did that like 10 or 15 times without ever dropping just to get Mm -hmm. that motion of grab the arm, turn your bodies. Yep. Fix your feet and then act like you're going to throw them. Was that Natty? No. I saw her doing that. It was a double arm Sanagi. Okay. Nope. This was a brunette. So I don't know who she was, but then I saw the, fireman's cartwheel pass and i was like yeah i think that's the same girl yeah well anyways it was a fun class we did go over a couple other techniques besides those but i can't remember them off the top of my head okay um yeah but that class is also a staple at white lotus every sunday they're gonna have an instagram class like that mm-hmm. which is pretty cool yeah i know we were hanging out with josh and megan over the weekend watching ufc by the way, if you watched Nate Diaz, I wonder if you're as confused as we are. But <laughs> uh, Let me just take a break real quick. Right. It was <laughs> funny because I was watching a couple of jiu-jitsu videos while I was on the couch. And I was showing them when we were hanging out with two black belts and two purple belts. And then me. And Oh, look at you. I, yeah. I was the baby of the Good group. Good company. Yeah. And I just kept showing them these like crazy videos that I've already tried drilling before. But I haven't done them in a while. And I'm like, I want to do this again. And Josh is like. I can make that better. I'm like, fantastic. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. But, yeah, so then Sunday we had the wedding. Well, there's more Saturday. Okay. Yeah. So, then um, Charles did a endless bolo loop, which mm. was really cool. That's right. Which was um, starting from a knee bar position, moving into saddle, then doing a knee slice pass, then coming back. And then doing an actual wedge bolo, and then they end up in the same knee bar position. And then you keep doing that over and over and over. And it was a really fun drill. And I need people to do it with. So, if you see me, ask me if you want to do the bolo drill. I got you. I can do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Right now. Right now. Get these out of the way. Think my ribs are fine. (laughs) Yes. They'll be okay. But then after that, it was open mat. And then... Uh, I rolled the entire time and didn't leave to get food like everybody else did. <laughs> and actually it was open mat after the Instagram class and then it was the wedge bolo and then it was the start of the knee bar from Heather, Heather. who's a Atos black belt promoted to black belt from Andre Galvao, mm-hmm. which is really freaking cool. Wild. Yes. Um, but I only got to see like 15 minutes of her knee bar class. <clears throat> but you learned enough to come home and tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, I'm missing all of Heather's classes. Heather is like, she's been training for 13 years, and she, based on what I saw from her rolling, she's a fantastic black belt. I didn't actually get to roll with her. I didn't get to roll with her either. I'm really sad. But uh, I was really sad I missed all of her classes. So at least Nick got to attend a little bit for me, and he got yep. to bring a little And home. then I came home, and I showed you the knee bar. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Yes. That's what happened. Yeah. So. Rehearsal dinner was good. We went to like this gangster ass Italian place. <laughs> yeah, it was very different. Felt like we were in a in a mob movie. A little bit. We had like the long table and they served us family style and the big guy came out of the kitchen in the, from the back with like the um flashy sunglasses. Yep, with the chain too. Yep, it was it was interesting. I don't even remember what it was called, but <laughs> Okay. And we thought it was a supper club also. Yeah, but we ended up pulling up and it looked like it was in a laundromat. 
It was a little tiny itty bitty strip mall that you would expect to find a laundromat, but it was an Italian restaurant with tablecloths. And it was really good. It was decent. <laughs> I've had better. I enjoyed it. Yep. <laughs> but Can't beat a free dinner anytime. Right. So yeah, we did that, and then we had the wedding on Sunday, and the only jujitsu that happened that day was just Nick hurting his back on the dance floor. Yeah. What did I do all that morning? Oh, I just drove you around, got myself a lunch, mm-hmm. and then came to the wedding. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. So Monday, we were back at the camp. So Monday was Labor Day, and we- And I was hungover. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, you were. <laughs> a little bit. Not like drastically, but like I could feel it on the mats. And I'm pretty sure I was, like, rolling and drilling with people, and I still smelled like alcohol. You always do. It just, like, lingers on you. That's where you can never lie to me that you've been drinking because you turn red and you still smell like it. My body doesn't break down alcohol normally. No, and then everyone likes to argue with me that you're allergic to it. <laughs> and I just don't feel like arguing. So, at this point, I'm fine. I'm just like, yeah, sure. Yes, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> but... <clears throat> Uh, yeah, so it was Monday, Charles taught an inversion class. That's right. And that was super fun. That was super cool. Yes. I learned this fantastic Imanari roll into an arm bar, so when my ribs are healed, watch out. Yes, and Charles <laughs> is one of my favorite uh, jiu-jitsu instructors I've ever encountered in my five years of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Almost five years. Five years and one month, or 11 months. Four years, 11 months for mm-hmm. me currently. <laughs> but yeah, so he taught He's keeping cup. Um, nobody, <laughs> <laughs> but he taught that inversion drill, and it was uh, a very good breakdown of how to invert safely. And then we worked it into a butterfly sweep. Then we worked it into a tornado sweep and a lasso sweep or omoplata sweep. Sorry, not lasso. And then we worked it into an imanari roll, and then an imanari roll to an armbar. Mm-hmm. So, to saddle on the legs and to an armbar from the guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Imanari rolls are not easy. So Yeah, they are. One of the... What are you talking about? One of the craziest things that I thought that Charles had said was he normally struggles with the big guys in that class. Like, he normally has to help them out and get them, like, walk them through it step by step to make sure that they don't hurt themselves or are able to do it properly and things like that. And he said that all the bigger guys who were in the class that day did it flawlessly. So I think that that actually has a lot to do with his instruction because he was able to break things down very, very well. Mm -hmm. And it was helping that it was like more of an intimate, smaller class so that he was able to individually help everyone too. Yes. And we learned some good Gramby rolls. Yep. Good Gramby rolls and a great inversion drill that I have already um, used and credited to him in some private lessons. Which one is that? Just uh, going back and forth, shoulder to shoulder. Mm, mm-hmm. And it just, it's a great, like, setup for getting better at your butterfly sweeps. Yeah, absolutely. Which is what I needed. And then it was funny because it was Wednesday at class. My dad decided to teach how to stop inversions. And we're like, okay. <laughs> Getting both sides of the spectrum this week. That's cool. Yeah. But that's jujitsu. It's fun. Every so. move has a counter move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got there pretty late on Saturday just because we were sleeping in after the wedding. Monday. That's what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Monday, Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so we slept in. Oh, yeah, I set my alarm for Sunday morning because I thought the wedding was Saturday night and I was a little tipsy 
and set my alarm for Sunday morning to make it to yoga. And then my alarm goes off at 7 a.m. on Monday because it was actually Monday Labor Day. And I hadn't realized that in my tipsy state of mind. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, yeah, so after that alarm made my wife mad, (laughs) I turned it off and went back to sleep. And then we didn't wake up until like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. Yeah, it was a late night, though. Weddings are exhausting sometimes. Eh, I was I was the only one dancing, so yeah. I don't know why you were exhausted. I was totally dancing with you, just not at your level. <laughs> you danced with me maybe 15% of the time I danced. Lies. It was more than that. 20? I would say like 40%. Only because I dragged you. Yeah, I know. Still <laughs> counts. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the Labor Day Gentle Art Lifestyle Camp was amazing. Yeah, we and also had four guests that stayed at our house. Oh, yeah. Four that's jiu-jitsu right. guests. That's right. That were at the camp While all weekend. we were at a wedding. Yes. So that was cool. We had uh, Megan and Marcus yes. from Arizona. Yes. And then we had Sakai and Steven from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yes. And us. There were six people in this house with one shower. That was fun. It worked out, though. We were not home a lot. but Yeah. And they were able to help us with our dogs. They loved the dogs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They sent us selfies with the dogs. <laughs> I came home the night of the wedding, and Megan and Marcus were, I thought they were sleeping, but they were just laying awake in bed with Scarlett. And I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to wake you guys. They're like, no, 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 we're just cuddling with the dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's yes. cool. Scarlett's really the best cuddler. So Yeah. So that was fun. We got to hang out and meet with new people. We didn't really hang out with them much. Sakai did. A we little hung bit. Hung out with Sakai, bro. Hung out with Sakai, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Rolled with him a couple times and uh, didn't get to roll or drill with Megan and Marcus at all. Yeah, I didn't either. Unfortunately. But Megan did the inversion class, so I was watching her do that. That's right. Which is cool. But anyway. So, yeah, I thought it was a successful camp, and I'm very stoked for when the next one is, because there will be a next one. I think they're talking about... February? February, yeah. Something like Mm February-ish? But they tend to happen often at this point. I mean, the first one was actually just a little over a year ago. I just got a Facebook notification memory on it. Yeah. And it was like a year and like two weeks ago. So, we've already done four in the last year. So, it seems to be like a quarterly thing, which is kind of cool. Yeah, and we want to do some Globe Charter camps in the future. Yeah, that's the goal for 2023 because that's when the wedding stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so instead of going to weddings, we'll just be going to different countries and Globe Charter camps. Yeah, these weddings are uh, kicking our butts this year, I think, financially and socially. So they're almost there. We're almost there. But I love the weddings. They are very fun. They're a great time. They are. And I'm very happy for everybody getting married. I am too. I just wish they would spread it out a little bit more <laughs> for my sake. They'll but, survive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we did all that. And I think. Yeah, the that most, was last weekend, wasn't it? Yes, it was. I think the most disappointing thing, though, about that came out of the last two weeks since we've talked is that I got an injury for the first time in a couple months now. And yep. it's a. Pretty decently bad injury to the point where I'm Pretty not able. Pretty decently bad. Well, I'm not going to say terrible because it's not terrible. <laughs> I'm not going to say fine because it's not fine. Like the, it's. I think the words are like major or minor. It, I don't really know if it's major or minor. 
Right, but I would classify it as a small major. <laughs> so decently bad. <laughs> yeah, I ended up popping my ribs basically out of... I, I, I don't know. Something even... where your ribs connect to your sternum. Yeah, and I don't know if it's cartilage or muscle or... I don't, I don't really know what happened, but... We both heard pops, and I definitely was hyperventilating and crying for a while. I know what you're thinking, and it was not me. It was not Nick, actually. I didn't do it. No, it was Adam Conley. (laughs) 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 It was not flu people. It was not, I promise. Um, (laughs) But, no, it's unfortunate. So, I have not rolled for six days now. How are you feeling about that? I'm getting fat. You got smaller. I know. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Honestly. I don't know either, but it makes me feel like I have gained a shit ton of weight when this happens. I don't know the last time I rolled, actually. I honestly have not even stepped on a scale because I don't want to know because it's been so busy. And I haven't rolled. But. What did we do Thursday? I rolled Thursday a little bit, but that's the last time I rolled. In the morning. What do we do this weekend? We did, um... You went to the bachelor bridal shower? On Saturday. And then, Friday, I don't know what we, we did Saturday Jose's. night. Yeah, Jose's. We had a brisket and said mm-hmm. goodbye to Jose for a couple months. Mm-hmm. And he cooked a brisket for 36 hours. Yeah. And that brisket was fucking good. Yeah, it was really good. And then I got to move in Lubin today and Jared was like, try my brisket. <laughs> You're like, it's not as good. <laughs> it was pretty good. Good. <laughs> so everybody's just handing me meat they want me to eat. No. That's weird. Don't say that. I'll eat your meat. Stop. I will try it. Yeah, so we've been really busy. We've had a lot going on, but it sounds like we're both not really training as much as we would like, I I would say. I think last week just had a lot of events because it was also my mom's birthday. On Tuesday. She turned 60. Happy birthday to my mom. Yeah. Um, And then this week on Wednesday is actually our third wedding anniversary. Oh, is it? (laughs) Did you forget? Uh, no. (laughs) I really didn't forget. He's lying. What, you think I did forget? No, I'm saying he's lying when he said no. Oh, my sarc- I was lying, sarcastic lying. Mm -hmm. Yes, now everybody's confused. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we've been married for three years on September 14th, so happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary episode. That'll be fun. Maybe we can have a drink to that. Yeah. My water. (laughs) Because I can't drink anything else because I'll gain weight. I'm also drinking water. I have to go for a run tomorrow. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I can't do anything else. Like, I don't think you really understand how much you use your ribs until you can't use your ribs. I understand how much I use my ribs. (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. Like, I can't do any type of body workout besides, like, lower leg squats. And I can't even, like... Yeah, I can't even hold a weight when I squat because that's pushing my pecs together when I'm holding a weight. So, I just, I can't do it. So, basically, for those of you who are, like, really still wondering, it's, imagine where your sternum is, and then it is on my right side, right underneath the pec, the pectoral muscle. So, it's going to be that little, like. I thought it was your left side. It's my right side. Oh, yeah. My left side was the first time. So, now all my ribs are screwed. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so basically what had happened was I was, I had my back taken and I was put belly down and there's a lot of pressure and I tried to like elbow escape out. So I put my arm 
<clears throat> kind of on an angle to be able to, to push post my, on your elbow yeah and like scoot and, yourself mm-hmm. but instead what happened was they caught under my elbow and they how would you even describe it they basically extended your your hips and your shoulders mm-hmm. and like an hipped extension in, hipped into my shoulder which just extended my entire torso to the point where my ribs popped like quite literally popped we both heard it so and then I killed him, and he doesn't <clears throat> exist anymore. No, that's not true. But, no, I'm not mad at him at all, and I'm going to keep him nameless for this, but uh, I'm not mad at all. Like, obviously, it was an accident. He wasn't trying to kill me, and yeah. it's just, it was a freak thing. I yinged while he yanged type of thing. So, <clears throat> it could have happened at any point with anyone. He yinged while he yanked? Yep. That's he what I've been telling people. He didn't people. zig when he zagged? Nope. <laughs> I've been saying ying and yang because it's fun. It's more fun. It's still okay. Let me have it. Yeah. Go ahead. (laughs) But yeah, so it sucks. But we'll see how long. I had this once before, actually, on the other side. I would say right now is a little bit more than the last time, which is unfortunate. But yeah, like it hurts to laugh, quite literally. So that sucks. Yeah. So I keep making her laugh. Yep. Uh, the first time I did it, I was actually a three-stripe white belt in competition, and I got bow and arrowed, but I did not I did not get submitted, and I still won that match. But I got bow and arrowed, and uh, my ribs popped on the left side. So now my left side popped a year and a half ago, and my right side popped a week ago. So yep. we'll see how this goes. But yeah. I'm a little... I'm a little upset, but now I have to go for runs because I can't do anything else, really. So I can do squats and I can run, and that's about it. So if you guys have any other ideas, let me know. <laughs> yeah. But I haven't done anything for it yet. For those of you who are wondering, like, I haven't gotten any Checked. type of... Yeah, I, I refuse to go to the doctor because last time I did, I had a $600 bill, and all I did was put a cortisone shot in me that didn't work. So they can't do an x-ray because it's muscle, and I'm definitely not paying for an MRI. So I'm just going to let this one heal on its own. And I took ibuprofen for a couple days. But basically, I've just been trying to drink water and rest and relax and not roll. And we'll see how it goes in about three weeks from now. Yeah. So, yeah. I get to go for a run tomorrow. (laughs) And I'm really mad about it because I hate running. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to Watoma to train tomorrow. Yeah. Are you excited? I am excited to see Ephraim and Denise and get some rolls in. And get some other training in. And go golfing. <laughs> Is the weather supposed to be nice tomorrow? I think so. That's good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, we've been... Uh, doing lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah, you have to think really hard about that. Yeah, I don't know if my mind's kind of blank. Yeah. So we have a lot of things still coming up. Um, for those of you who are in Wisconsin, this Saturday, September 17th, we have Kristen DeBruckner. De, De, I don't actually know how to pronounce her last name, but I'm going to say DeBruckner because that just is how it looks like it's phonetically sounding. Okay. So uh, I have not met her yet, but she is a black belt under Master Pedro Sauer. And she trains directly, or she did train directly under him for 10 years. She was the head kids coach in, was it the Carolinas or was it Georgia? 
One of the two. I am unsure. Yeah. I'll learn more about her this weekend, so maybe we can talk to her next week. <laughs> but uh, she is actually staying here with us, so we get to hang out with her quite a bit. And she's teaching a seminar, and I'm really stoked about it because I've only had the opportunity to like really learn from one black belt female before, and that was Bernadette a yep. year ago. And so this will be fun and exciting, and I probably won't be able to do any of it, but that's okay. Because <laughs> then we get to... I'll let you try it on me. Hang out with Kristen. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And ADCC is coming up. This weekend too. This weekend. Super exciting. There's a lot of good people on the... Is it a card? Are you going to call it a card? It's a tournament. Yeah. You're going to call it a card. Uh, I mean, it's more than a card because there's like 16 fighters in each division. There's like, I don't know, five or six divisions. And there's a women's division. Lots of cards. (laughs) Lots of cards. But Andre, Andre Gaval and Gordon Ryan. That's a super fight. That's, That's going to happen. That's a super fight. Um, and then- the 66 and 77 kilogram brackets are the most insane grappling brackets I've ever seen. Where is it? Las Vegas. Okay. And they have that $400 super seminar mm-hmm. that Tim's going to. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that has like that. all of the legends. But yeah, I mean, we got... All of the best people. I, I'm super excited to watch it this weekend. Yeah, it should be fun. I hope that Kristen's into that kind of stuff. Otherwise, we're leaving her at the house and we're going to go watch it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, we need to watch it. I'm rooting for Gary Tonin. I'm rooting for um, Nikki Ryan. I'm rooting for the Rutula brothers. Is Mikey um, Mismechi fighting? Yes. Okay. I believe he's also in that. Yes. He'll be fun. I'm yeah. excited to watch him. Uh, I also love Lachlan Giles and uh, Craig Jones. Yeah, it should be good. It's going to be stacked all day. So we're stoked to watch that. And I don't know where we're going to watch that yet, actually. Yeah, I think we, gotta, we have an idea, but... we got to figure it out. Yeah. Have an idea. Right. <laughs> but, um... So that's coming up. Yeah, put your predictions and who you're rooting for for ADCC in the comments. Mm-hmm. On YouTube. Or, yeah, you can't really comment on podcasts that well. No. On other platforms. No. But if you're watching on YouTube, tell us what you think. <laughs> or if you're listening to a podcast, we can talk about it at the gym this week when we're there. I can put a and a on Spotify. I think it asks people a question. In the, it seems uh, extravagant. We don't need to do that. It's not that hard. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, we got that. And then, ooh, in October, I don't know exactly what date yet, but in October... Uh, my uncle Mike is actually coming in for a seminar mm. and we've talked about him in the, in a previous episode, but just to bring it up again. So my uncle Mike, his name is Michael Concheras. He is living in Ohio right now, but he's originally from Chicago and Chicago, Mike. he, uh, he's actually the one that got my dad into jujitsu. He's the reason literally why we're here right now. Yes. So he was a blue belt when my dad was a, I believe, high school wrestler. And yeah. they were wrestling in the living room because, you know, jujitsu wouldn't work on Brenton as a wrestler because he's a good wrestler. And Mike ended up picking him up, putting him in a helicopter armbar and tapping him out. And Brenton was like, I need to learn this right now. Yeah. And then I think in a week or two weeks, he was training jujitsu. Yep. And hasn't stopped. Yep. So that my uncle Mike will be in town in October. I'm not mm-hmm. sure the exact date, but we can give you more details on that when we know. 
if you are interested in that. He's a fantastic instructor. He actually refused his black belt <laughs> from someone because he didn't think that he deserved it under them or something like that. It was just a crazy story. So, like, he's been given his black belt twice. <laughs> yes. Also, we got new two um, Blue Belt sisters coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Is that next Monday? Monday. A week from today. Holy mackerel. So, September 19th, we're doing a belt ceremony for two of our white belt females. Emphasis on the females. There's no males getting promoted this belt ceremony, which is pretty cool, in my opinion. <laughs> but, yeah, we have two of our white belt girls going to blue. So, it'll be fun to go celebrate them. I probably can't do that time. one either. Yeah, it'll be fine. But I'll be there for the team picture. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, I think that's kind of it. Denver, we got the seminar we already talked about. Yeah, we have the seminar coming up. I know we're doing a Halloween party. We're doing um, a Halloween party. October 21st. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah. This will be like our third or fourth year doing that where we all just get costumes and have an open mat and roll in costumes. Mm-hmm. It gets to be a little wild sometimes. Like some people bring costumes that just fall apart all over the mat. And some people bring like onesies. So they just are a ball of sweat and it's really really gross (laughs) but it's always a really fun time when we do like costume contests and drinks and food and yeah it's super fun yeah we also got past master pastor (laughs) we also have master sour coming in november november 19th so i'm looking forward to that as always yep master sour are we going to a wedding though we are the same day (laughs) we are but he's doing a two-day seminar yeah so maybe so we'll get one We'll get one in. Master Sour gets to get a hungover Nick at a seminar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's doing Saturday and Sunday. So we'll miss the Saturday one, but we'll go to the Sunday one. And Something hey, like that. He might actually not be staying here. He might be staying with my dad. So we'll see. Who knows? But yeah, lots of stuff. There's a lot of things going on right now. Um, we also have a couple podcast guests lined up for the next like two months. I think we have four different dates with people on them. So... We, I promise you get to listen to more voices than just us pretty soon. I know it's been us for a while. We haven't, we've been so inconsistent with getting a podcast out every week that we didn't want to make any scheduling plans with anyone in case we couldn't make it for whatever reason. So now that we're kind of cooling off from the summer and getting back to a normal routine, we'll get back to talking to some guests, getting some cool concepts and perspectives and everything Mm -hmm. like that on here soon too. So it'll be good. As you can see, we got two microphones now, so we're all ready for multiple people. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it sounds good. Right. Yeah, sorry if it sucks. If it sucks, it's her fault. Sure. I'll take the blame. <laughs> I don't really care. You're the audio engineer. Yeah. You're the one okay. that hits record. Uh-huh. Technology is not my friend. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think we can probably cut it short today. Any, we're just uh, vlogging anyway. Yeah, I was going to say any closing thoughts on what you've been training recently or any any um thoughts on training in general i really like imanari rolls they're very fun (laughs) imanari rolls into an arm bar specifically but no i would say that just with the injury keeping me off the mats right now i would say that i'm gonna have to keep my brain sharp the whole time so as much as i am taking time to rest i still will be at the gym as much as i can be and so listening and watching and even when it's live rolling, I'll be doing some type of workout in the back to whatever my body can handle. So we've done, I know, a previous episode on that a long, long time ago about how to keep your brain active when you're mm-hmm. sick or injured mm-hmm. so that you don't really, like, lose technique. And I'm going to have to 
really rely on that a lot in the next couple of weeks, I think, because I don't want to get the blue blood blues. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I've been focusing on leg entanglements and defending my legs. <laughs> okay. So, so, like, I've been working 50-50 a lot to get comfortable there and try to know where to go. But right now I have a burning question of what to do in backside 50-50 to not destroy my knee and not just tap. Like, obviously, if I'm feeling something in backside 50-50, I'm going to just tap. But I'm trying to figure out the right way to move from that position because every position has a way out. There's no position that's like, you're done. Mm-hmm. Even 50-50, there's like a move that I learned, a couple moves that you can use outside of just fighting 50-50 to get out of 50-50. And I know there's got to be something for backside 50-50. So if you've got a good resource for defending backside 50-50, please put it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> that's the burning question on my mind in jujitsu right now. Because uh, Mike and I were working K-Guard. Do you even know what K-Guard is? Mm-mm. Yeah, and, it, and you basically end up sweeping them into a backside 50-50 position. And I was like, wow, I have no idea what to do here. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah. So, but I've been doing a lot of leg, yeah, leg defense and leg entanglements and leg attacks. Becoming more and more comfortable with it because I know as I get to higher level of competition... Um, it's something I have to be familiar with and I have to train it. And even I'm just starting people with me in shitty positions and we're just drilling through it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I've been taking away. So I've been listening to Joe Rogan a lot in the last couple of weeks and something that he said really resonated with me because he had mentioned how. Who's that guy? <laughs> he mentioned that you just need to drill. And as much as live sparring is good for you, drilling is better, in his opinion, just because you get more out of your drills because you're building that repetition in your brain that when you're actually in that position, live rolling, you're going to be able to, like, trigger back to what you were doing in that drill. Yeah, your habits and your muscle memory. Yeah, whereas if you're live sparring, it's more just, like, instant reaction type of thing. Because, it can be more chaotic. Yeah, it's like, how are you going to really replicate? There's so many times that you and I are rolling, and it's like, what just happened? I couldn't yep. replicate that if I tried. Yep. So it's like, how do you how do you defend things when you yes. don't even know what's happening type of thing? Yes. Whereas it's really good to drill. So it was actually on my agenda to uh, start drilling for 10 minutes after class every single day, one particular move, and then I got hurt. Well, we can probably do leg entanglements with your ribs. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not going to make you, like, do sit-ups and stuff. And, I don't know, we'll see how well you can roll. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, not... No pressure to your upper body. Yeah. We could try it. See how it goes. After this, I'm going to put you in backside 50-50 and see what you do. No. <laughs> do you even know what backside 50-50 is? No. That's fun. Yeah. When I was rolling with Charles at the camp, he literally made me feel like a white belt. So, I loved that feeling because it was, like, inspiring <laughs> about how good he was. <laughs> but he told me to practice. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. He told me to protect my armpits and protect the back of my knees. And those are like paramount for not getting submitted because I'm really good at not getting strangled. But a lot of times if when I do get submitted, it's because my limbs are kind of all over the place. 
And uh, those were the tips he gave me. And yeah, so I'm working with that, defending my armpits and the backs of my knees, so my knee pits. And then also just working more leg entanglement positions and figuring out what's good, what's bad, and how to work through that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's just trying to figure out how to not get fat. Pretty much. Which I tell her, you're not fat and you're not going to get fat. Yes, I will. Women. I promise you I will. If I do not work out enough, I have the type of body that will gain weight very, very easily. So it's either I stop eating or I start working out. You can stop eating. Do you really want to? Do you remember how hangry I got last night? Do you remember how hangry I was on? Always. Saturday? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, I think as long as we keep working on what we need to work with, then you can roll for a pr- roll with a purpose for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Thanks. I Appreciate will roll it. and drill with a purpose. And I'll bring stuff back home to you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. And we should we should be back on a normal schedule now. I don't think we have anything coming up. Until Colorado that we won't be around for a Sunday to do. So Yeah, or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll talk. Figure it out as we always do. Appreciate you you guys listening. And thank you. Thanks. Yang and Yang.